These are the days, these are the nights that baseball players live for. Yeah, they really are, Jack, because that's what you start out in your career to do, to play in the World Series. That's what you have spring training for. You prepare. The front office, the management, the coaches, the players, it all boils down to three days in cold Montreal. The temperature is 46 degrees here at game time and a predicted low of 35. And the winds are up to 20 miles an hour and they're blowing straight out toward right. But even the left-handed batters are really going to have to pull the ball down the line in order to get the ball out of this ballpark this evening. We'll be back with the starting lineups and then the play-by-play of this crucial contest in just one minute. Steve Rogers, the starting pitcher for Montreal, is ready to go. He's in the dugout. The Expos will be taking the field in a moment. Bob Forge is still warming up for the Cardinals. And here's Mike Shannon with the starting lineups. Lou Brock leads it off and left field for the Cards. Ted Sizemore will hit second in the Cardinal lineup, and he'll play second base. And before we go any further, we'll have the national anthems of both ball clubs. For the Cardinals, Lou Brock leads it off. He's in left field. Ted Sizemore at second base. Reggie Smith in right field, hitting third. Ted Simmons is the Cardinal catch-up, and he's the cleanup hitter. Joe Torrey at first base will hit fifth tonight. Jake McBride in the Cardinal lineup. He'll hit sixth. It's Kenny Reese at third, hitting seventh. The eighth man in the batting order for the Cardinals is Mike Tyson, their shortstop. On the hill, the right-hander, Bob Force. He's won six, he's lost four. He's 0-1 this year against the Expos, and that's his career mark against the Montreal Club. Box size more than Smith. Simmons, Torrey, and McBride, Reese Tyson, and Bob Forge. The Expos have Larry Lynch leading it off. He'll play second base. The shortstop, Tim Foley, will hit second. Willie Davis is in center field, and he'll hit third. The cleanup man is the first baseman, Mike Jorgensen. And right will be Ken Singleton. Singleton will hit fifth. Jerry White, a rookie, will hold down left field, and he'll hit sixth tonight for the Expos. Barry Foote is their catcher, and he'll hit seventh. In the eighth slot is a six-foot-three-inch Larry Parrish. He's at third base. Parrish hits eighth, and he'll play third base. On the hill, Steve Rogers, the right-hander, he's won 15. He has lost 21. He beat the Cardinals twice earlier this year, and since then he's lost three in a row to the Redbirds. So he's won two, he's lost three in 74. This is his sixth start against the Cardinals. Lifetime, he has a record of three wins and three losses against St. Louis. It's Lynch, Foley, and Davis, Jorgensen, Singleton, and White, Foot, Parrish, and Rogers. The Pirates each have a record of 85 wins and 74 losses with three games remaining. The Cardinals against Montreal have won eight and lost seven. In this ballpark, the Cards have won two out of six. So the Expos have the edge in this ballpark, whereas the Cardinals handled them well in St. Louis. All of the outfielders are playing very shallow with the way the wind is blowing. And Brock is the leadoff man. Well, Fielder White is in, Davis is in, the first pitch is blowing away for a ball. Brock batting 308, three home runs, 48 runs batted in. Third baseman, Parrish plays in close. 
Here's the pitch. Swing and a chopper to the second baseman. Lynch gets it. Throws low, but out as Jorgensen came up with the ball. Jorgensen, a slick fielding first baseman, helps the second baseman out with a good play. Well, he's a good fielding first baseman, Jack. He struggled this year with the bat Jorgensen has. He hasn't bothered his fielding. And he's come around with a stick, too. His average is way over the 300 mark now after struggling way down around the 200 mark through mid-July. It really seems strange to see the outfielders stationed where they are. But because of the very strong wind tonight, they are all shallow. The pitch to Sizemore is over but low, ball one. Sizemore is hitting 252. One thing about those outfielders, Jack, if they have to turn and go either way, they better make sure they know what they're doing. They better turn the way that wind is blowing, because if they don't, they might get hit right atop the head. Here it comes to Sizemore. Strike call, and Roger's cap flew off his head as he made the pitch. That's the way the wind is whipping across the field. One ball, one strike to Sizemore. Reggie Smith will be next. Even though the wind is blowing strongly to right, the left-handed batters are really going to have to pull the line, pull the ball down the line. Here it comes, and a swing and a foul off to the left. One ball, two strikes. Brock is bounced out to start it. And Sizemore is in the hole against Steve Rogers, the young man who attended the University of Tulsa. Here is his pitch, and it's a line drive base hit in the left and a high pitch from Rogers. His shoulders sagged as he saw the ball lined out into left field off the bat of Sizemore. And the hitter is Reggie Smith. Smith has started the last two games, the last three games, in fact. But then had to duck out with a bad back in the fifth inning of most of them. Smith, the switch hitter, batting left at it. He's hitting 310, leads the club in home runs with 22. Sizemore, short lead. Rogers pitches, curve, and it's a strike call on the outside corner. Rogers, a brilliant pitcher a year ago, has had a struggling year with a mark of 15 and 21. He's working in a hurry. He pitches, another curve, and a swing and a miss, and that's strike two. And these Expos know that Smith has that bad back. They also know he's a fastball hitter. Two off-speed curveballs that put Rogers quickly ahead of the Cardinal right fielder. On deck, it's Ted Simmons. Playing near the line in right field is Singleton. Willie Davis is in right center. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a high pop-up. A foul ball, and Jorgensen might have a play. It goes out of play as the wind carried it back about five rows. He would have been out otherwise. Yeah, that ball carried about 40 feet further than it normally would with the wind blowing like it is from left to right. It's going to be difficult to hit the ball out of here tonight, and we may see some of those fielders struggling a bit on pop flies. Third baseman plays way off the line as Sizemore takes the lead at first. And the pitch to Reggie Smith. High and away for a ball, one and two. Parrish is about 20 feet off the third base line. More than that, perhaps. Jorgensen holding against Sizemore. Off the stretch. Here's the pitch. High and away with a fastball. Two and two the count. Brock bounced out. Sizemore single. It's two and two on Reggie Smith. Pirates are batting in the second, trailing the Cubs by the score of one to nothing. The two delivery. And Smith on a curve takes it high. Ball three. A full count. And Rogers wants a new baseball from the plate umpire, Billy Williams. Uh, 
Steve Rogers gets the sign from Barry Foote. A lead by the runner. Sizemore might go. He is going, and ball four is inside. Sizemore goes to second as Smith draws a walk, and there are two men on with one man out. He was way ahead of Smith. Then he tried to set him up for the curve, missed with fastballs, missed with the curve, and then curved him on three and two and walked it. The Pirates are batting in the bottom of the third now with the Cubs leading by the score of one to nothing. And Ted Simmons could put the cards on top. He has an even 100 Runs batted in. 19 home runs, a 272 batting mark. He's hitting left-handed. Here is the pitch, and he takes it low for a ball. Bob Forch will be the Cardinal hurler tonight. A one-out single by Sizemore. The follow-up walk to Smith. The shortstop Foley is playing Simmons to hit up the middle. There's loads of hitting room through the left side. Here comes the pitch from Rogers to Simmons. And it's over but low for a ball. Like the way these outfielders, particularly at this point with the left fielder, are playing, a base hit to left might not get the runner home. No, he's, a, he's only about 250 feet from home plate. It's 340 down the, down the left field line, and he's a good 100 feet, maybe 150 feet from that line, Jack. The line where the 340 mark is, he's way in. Cal McClish, the pitching coach, goes to the mound and the Expos start to warm up the pitcher. That's the kind of game this is. They're going to warm up two pitchers. Both right-handers. One of them is Tom Walker. And the other is John Montague. Two balls, no strikes to count to Ted Simmons. Corey on deck, two men on, one man out here in the Cardinal first inning. Third baseman Parrish is over talking to the hurler. And Rogers stands back on. Sizemore is being held close at second by Foley. Here is the pitch to Ted Simmons. And it's a strike call, a fastball over the outside corner. Two and one the count. A base hit and a walk, and the Cardinals threaten in the opening inning. Simmons waiting. Here it comes. Fastball, and it's grounded foul down the right side. Rolls slowly into the Cardinal dugout, making the count two and two. So Rogers have been missing with a curveball. The pitching coach, McClish, came out and talked to him. He's thrown a couple of fastballs and even the count to Simmons on two and two. The gap in the outfield is in left center as they play Simmons to pull the ball. The runners lead away. Here is the pitch from Rogers. And a line drive into right field, and the ball is at the wall, and gone for a line drive. Three-run homer to put the Cardinals on top in the opening inning. And the wind did help that ball. He hit it so extremely hard. Instead of sinking, the wind helped it stay up, and it blew right over the fence. It the ball looked like it was going right at Singleton in right field, and it just took off and zoomed over the fence in right. And the Cardinals have three quick ones. A walk to Smith after a base hit by Sizemore. And Simmons is now driven in. 103 runs for the year of the batter's story. Remember what Red Chamin said about Simmons going down the month of September, Jack? He knew something. He said he might carry the Cardinal Ball Club. Because these averages in baseball always seem to find their level. And Simmons had been struggling. Here's a strike call to Torrey, hitting 281. You wouldn't believe that ball that Simmons hit. It was a line drive that headed right at the right fielder Singleton. 
And then the wind moved it away from him and blew it over the fence. Ball inside to Torrey, which is not to say that Simmons didn't hit the ball well, because he did. He really corked it. And it just cleared the low fence in right field. One ball, one strike to Torrey. And a swing and a ground ball. Oh, the third baseman made a sparkling play. Throws him out. He really covered some ground. And threw Torrey out at first base. He robbed him of a base hit. He went extremely far to his left. And the book on that young man, what they say is that he's the best fielding third baseman they have in their organization. They like him a lot. And they put him into the lineup this evening. Three to nothing, the Cardinals lead in the opening inning. The batter is Big McBride, hitting with two men out. The first pitch to the Baker, and it's a breaking ball low, and Rogers is missing with that curveball, Mike. And that's why Simmons waited on that number one and drilled it, Jack. When you can't get that breaking ball over, these hitters just sit back and say, come to me. Next one to McBride is high with a fastball, ball two. Walker and Montague, two right-handers, warming up in the bullpen. The Cardinals against Montreal in this series will be facing Rogers, then Therese, then Rinko, all right-handers. And the Cardinals are pitching Porsche, Gibson tomorrow, and then McLaughlin. Here is the pitch, and it's high for a ball. And that's ball three to Bake McBride, and Rogers is on the rope. The Expos are hopeful of getting to the 500 mark. In order to do that... They'd have to sweep the series from the Cardinals. They're also battling for third place with the Phillies. Montreal, a record of 78 and 81. The pitch, strike call, 3-1. Brock Bromstout, Sizemore single, Smith walked. Simmons drilled a home run over the right field fence. And the Cardinals lead, 3-0 in the opening inning. Here's the pitch to McBride. Swing and a chopper off the pitcher's glove to the second baseman. Lynch, he throws for the out. And the inning is over. Three runs for the cards. Sounds funny to hear the fans applauding with the gloves on. Three runs, two hits. No errors and nobody left. At the end of one half inning, three nothing St. Louis. We go on to the home half of the opening inning. The Cardinals are on top by the score of three to nothing. Bob Porsche is on the mound for the Cardinals, a record of six and four. Simmons is his catcher. Reach Tyson Sizemore Torrey on the infield. And in the outfield, it's Brock McBride and Smith. What was it you said about Bob Bush the last time he pitched, Jack? He was backed against the wall. A big game for a rookie. He had trouble. He'd like to atone for that game against the Pirates when they got those five in the first. Well, he has his chance. Now he's been supplied with a little breathing room. With Simmons, a three-run homer. Bush will have a little breathing room to start this ball game. He has two speedsters to lead it off. Lins, the first guy, you got to keep him off base. He's a little pushing duty, and he can run. The Pirates have tied their game against the Cubs. They're in the bottom of the third, they've tied the game 1-1, and they have men on at first and third and only one out. So whereas the Cardinals are leading, the Pirates have tied it and threatened to take the lead as they play at home. Leadoff man, Larry Lentz, a switch hitter, hitting 241. He's up there batting left-handed. The outfield will be straight away for him and shallow in left in and center. Bob Porsche in his first pitch of the night. And it's a strike call down around the knees. At the end of three innings at Pittsburgh, it is tied 1-1. The Cubs and the Pirates are 1-1 after three. It'll be Lynch, Foley, and Davis here in the opening inning for the Expos. High to the batter, 1-1. One 
Cardinals had a base hit by Sizemore, a walk to Smith on a 3-2 pitch, and a home run by Simmons. Now Larry Lynch swings and grounds it back to the mound. Porsche has it and flips it to Torrey for the out. One gone. Good, Good, Good to keep him off the base, too, Jack. He has swiped 50 bases this year. Three-run lead, which Porsche, I'm sure, in a little different frame of mind than he would have been had the Cardinals not scored. The batter is Tim Foley. Right-handed hitting shortstop, hitting 253. Takes a strike call at the knees, and Porsche has been ahead of both hitters in this inning. And that ball has been down. The wind might help him, Jack. He throws hard and that ball sinks. The curveball gave Rogers a lot of trouble. The wind blowing as hard as it is across the diamond would have a tendency to grip that curveball, but the sinker, it'll make it go down. 1-1 pitch to Foley. Ground ball to third. Reach has it. A long throw, and he got him for the out. There are two men gone. Tough for those infielders to stay loose on a night like this, and I'm not exaggerating the situation. The temperature was 46 degrees here at... It's uh, dropping steadily. And, of course, the wind makes the chill factor quite instrumental here in this game. Willie Davis is up. Davis hitting 295 with 12 homers. Full hitter. They play him deep to the right. He takes ball one high. Tried to find out but the wind chill factor, Jack, and the, <laughs> the weather bureau doesn't start till it gets down to 35 degrees. Here it comes to Davis. The line drive into center. McBride is on the move, and he tracks that ball down for the out. And the Expos go down in order. And after one, the Cardinals lead three to nothing. The Tigers are pitching Mickey Lolich against the Orioles in Detroit in an attempt to stop Baltimore's headlong rush toward the American League East title. The Orioles' four to three victory over Milwaukee on Sunday was their sixth straight and kept them a half a game ahead of the Yankees. The Yanks took out their frustrations on the Cleveland Indians ten to nothing. New York has Monday off. So no matter how the Yankees do in their final two games against Milwaukee, the Orioles cannot be caught unless they lose one out of those three games to the Tigers. Pittsburgh manager Danny Murtaugh says there's no reason for a wake yet. His Pirates lost 7-2 to the New York Mets Sunday and dropped into a tie for the lead in the National League East. The Cardinals tied Pittsburgh by beating the Chicago Cubs 7-3. Each team has three games left. Starting Monday, the Pirates against the Cubs in Pittsburgh and a game you're listening to right now with the Cardinals in Montreal against the Expos. Let's check the other baseball. And it is a limited schedule. This is Monday, isn't it? On a Monday night. Baltimore at Detroit. The Yankees are not playing tonight. Grimsley pitching for Baltimore against Lolich and no score after one. Cleveland at Boston, Jim Terry against Lee. Boston's been eliminated, you know. They're in the bottom of the third and no score in that one. Those are the only two American League games. So the Yankees, trailing by a half game in the East and a game out on the lost side, are not scheduled for this evening. After three innings at Pittsburgh, Cubs pitching bottom against Keeson. They're tied 1-1. Phillies didn't score in the first at New York. Christiansen against Cousy and Los Angeles is at Houston tonight. The Reds are not playing. The Dodgers, who have clinched a tie, could clinch the division behind Rao against Durker at Houston. Kenny Reeds hits one to third. Parrish gets it on a bad hop and throws high and out at first base. Boy, he made a heck of a play. His second of the night, Larry Parrish, had to back up on the ball and took a bad hop to him. And then he made a high throw, and Jorgensen went high, caught the ball, came down on the base, and... Kenny Reed's lack of running speed cost him a base hit that time. So that young third baseman 
Parrish has taken two hits away from the Cardinals tonight. One from Torrey and now another from Reitz. The batter is Tyson and he corks the ball foul past third. Steve Rogers is on the mound for Montreal. Cards made three runs on two hits in the opening inning. Tyson the batter. Porsche will be next. They have one of those electric heaters down in the Cardinal dugout this evening. Here's a strike as Tyson tried to bunt and miss. Strike two. Cardinals won the toss here tonight. They received and went on and got three in the opening inning. Cool night in Montreal. Strike two on Tyson. Ball one low. Crowd quiet because there's not much of a crowd. One ball, two strikes. Next pitch to Tyson. Swing and a tap foul off to the left. We have perhaps three or 4,000 here tonight. There are less than 100 people in the bleachers beyond the left field fence. One man out here in the Cardinals' second inning. Pitch to Mike Tyson on the way and a swing and a miss. And Rogers gets his first strike out of the night. Two men out, force the batter. Force takes off the jacket. And he walks to the plate with the bases empty and two out. I think Porsche had two jackets on. <laughs> he did, Jack. He had that plastic jacket, the warm-up jacket, and then the great big one. He took them both up. Three to nothing. The Cardinals lead here in the second inning of the game. Pitch to Porsche is inside. We've had some wild games in this ballpark. This place is a good deal like Wrigley Field. Very conducive to free swinging affairs. 340 down the line and left and right, a very big center field. A swing and a miss by Forge evens the count at one and one. <laughs> Next balls have a couple of first-year men in their lineup. And we'll tell you about them as they come to the plate. The pitch to Forge coming, swung on, popped up. Into short right, <laughs> the wind carries it way back to Singleton. And still on the move, he makes the catch for the out and didn't the wind move that ball. And he played it perfectly, Jack. He kept that ball on his right side, about five feet to his right as he backpedaled to his left. He was not going to let that ball get by him. He played it very well. That ball started out right over the head of the second baseman. And then it was caught toward the line by the right fielder and the cards go down in order. After an inning and a half, no score. The Cardinals... Set an all-time club double play mark and swept into a time the National League East with that uh, victory over the Cubs Sunday. The Cardinals beating the Cubs for the 13th time in 18 tries this season. And they put the game away in the sixth inning when pinch hitter uh, Jose Cruz hit a three-run homer. In other games on Sunday, New York tripped Pittsburgh 7-2. Montreal down Philadelphia 6-3. Cincinnati stopped San Francisco 7-3. And Houston beat Atlanta 9-6. The Dodgers and the Padres were not scheduled. Bob Apodaca pitched a three-hitter for his first complete game in the major leagues and leading the Mets over the Pirates. In the American League, Boog Powell drew a two-out bases loaded walk to force in Paul Blair with a winning run in the ninth inning as the Orioles extended their winning streak to six with a 4-3 to three victory over the Milwaukee Brewers. And they remained in first place in the American League East. In other games, New York blanks Cleveland 10-0. Oakland edged Chicago 3-2. Detroit whipped Boston 7-4. California blanked Minnesota 4-0. And Texas shut out Kansas City 5-0. Right now, there's pause for station identification. 
This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. The batter is Mike Jorgensen leading off. Takes ball one high from Porch. Jorgensen, left-handed hitting first baseman. Hitting 306 with 10 homers. Pull hitter. Nobody on or out in the second. Here's a strike called as Porsche got a slider in there. Cardinal right-hander working hurriedly. Throws over but low for a ball. Ball two. Two and one. Lynch, Foley, and Davis went down in order in the first. And it's Jorgensen, Singleton, and Jerry White in the inning. The pitch, swing, and a foul rolls into the Cardinal dugout. Two balls, two strikes. Smith tucked into the right field corner. Jorgensen batting, takes it a foul on a half swing and rolls back to the screen. Swinging very late at the ball, Jorgensen nicked it. The count remains two and two. Here comes the pitch from the Cardinal right-hander, Forsh. It's in the dirt, and it's ball three, a full count. They're in the fourth inning at Pittsburgh. Cubs batting. They're still tied 1-1. 3-2 pitch is low and a walk, and the Cardinals argue about it. Porsche and Simmons are really upset about the call, and ball four to Jorgen. Simmons still talking to the plate umpire. Lead-off walk. Ken Singleton is the batter. A lead-off walk here in the second inning on a disputed call. Singleton digging in. Outfield deep around to the right. Here it comes. Singleton swings and grounds it to Sizemore. Good play to Tyson. Over to first, and they got them both. A dandy play by Sizemore with a backhand stop and a good give to Tyson. They've done it all year, those two, Jack. That's number 189 on the double play situation. They set the club record on a big, big double play in Chicago to make it 188. And Sizemore turned a double play just like that one in Chicago. Way to his right behind the bag, a little shovel, and they just keep turning them over. The batter is Jerry White, the left fielder. Ball on a breaking ball is in the dirt. White is a fellow who can really run. from Shirley, Massachusetts. The pitch to him is a ball low outside. White, a left-handed batter. Switch hitter, actually, batting left-handed. Takes a strike, and it's 2-1. White this year, playing at Memphis, batted 256 with three home runs. They play him to pull. He takes a strike on the outside corner. And it is 2-2. Two two. A lead-off walk, a double play. 2-2 on the batter. 3-0 Cardinals. We're in the home half of the second. Force delivers in a ground ball to first. Torrey has it. Makes the play himself. And no hits against Force in two innings. And after two, the Cardinals lead 3-0. Okay, so a big game, obviously, for the St. Louis Cardinals as they are battling the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Baltimore Orioles also are in a pressure situation. Right now, the Orioles are leading the New York Yankees in the American League East by a half a game. That half a game is in the loss column. They both won 88. And Baltimore having a game against Detroit. No score after an inning. That game is at Detroit. But now in the top of the second, the Orioles have scored five runs. So Baltimore is now leading that game against Detroit 
by the score of five to nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates have scored in the bottom of the third inning, and the game with Chicago and Pittsburgh is now tied at 1-1. That game is now in the bottom of the fourth inning. And that's just about it. On as far as the National League and the American League, Cleveland scored twice in the top of the fourth, and after three and a half, Cleveland is leading Boston by the score of two to nothing. to the Cardinal third inning here at Montreal in the Redbird first. Single by Sizemore. A walk to Smith and a three-run homer by Ted Simmons. And the Cardinals lead three to nothing. Bob Force has allowed one runner in two innings and that man he raced on a double play. Have you... of the fourth inning now. And the Cubs and the Pirates are still tied 1-1. Lou Brock's the leadoff man. And ball one from Steve Rogers, the right-hander. Brock bounced out to second his first time. Takes a curve over but low for a ball. Ball two. Dave Carty, who is from St. Louis, lives near the Bevo Mill, is on hand here at Montreal. Other Cardinal fans are here. At the end of four innings at Pittsburgh, the Cubs and the Pirates are tied. Brock, leading off, takes a strike, it's two and one. Ran into a gentleman by the name of Buck from Savannah, Illinois, here tonight, rooting for the Redbirds. I think his first name is Larry. Two balls and a strike to count, the pitch. Over but low to the leadoff man, three and one. Cards lead three to nothing. Three runs on two hits in the opening inning. It'll be Brock Sizemore and Smith as Rogers goes to work. And it's a strike call. He caught the outside corner. Rogers blowing on his pitching hand. Here in this case, the umpires will allow the pitchers to put their hand to the mouth. Whereas on a warmer night, they would not. The pitch. Ball four. Brock draws the walk. Second walk given by the Montreal right-hander. The fastball tailed away, and Brock is on base. Lewis Stolen, 118. I don't know if he can run into the wind or not. Jorgensen holds against him. Barry Foote is the catcher. The batter, Sizemore, who has been a big part of this game thus far. Got a base hit to start the rally. And then he started a double play. A lead by Brock. He's not going, and strike one is called. Montague, a right-hander. And Walker, a right-hander, start to warm up again for the Expos after the leadoff walk here in the third. Off the stretch. A throw over there, and Brock gets back in time. The first one on the field to see a pitcher start to warm up in the bullpen is the pitcher on the mound. Brock takes his lead. He is not going, and our ball is inside. It's one and one. Foot has had some success against Brock in the running department. Brock has stolen eight out of ten against this club, however. 
Leadoff walk here in the third. He takes a short lead. Rogers checks him. The pitch coming and a swing and a ground foul down the third baseline. And Brock has shown no inclination to run. One ball, two strikes. Vern Benson coaching at third. Johnny Lewis at first for the Redbirds. Cubs batting in the fifth at Pittsburgh, tied 1-1. Cardinals batting in the third at Montreal, leading the Expos 3-0. Sizemore has to be swinging now. They pitch out, and Brock was not going. It's 2-2. Two two. Barry Foot dropped the ball. 2-2 two two the count. The infielders have shortened up a couple of steps. The outfielder out of the right. A check on the runner. Brock takes his lead. And he's going. And a ground ball towards short. Foley comes in, gets it, goes to first, throws him out, and Brock moves to second. Didn't run that time, and he had gotten a great jump off first, but Sizemore, with a 2-2 count, had to swing, and he did advance the runner. Jim Baez just came in the booth. Left, bringing all the wind from Canada with him. And he said it's cold, and he left. The batter is Reggie Smith. He can add to the Cardinal lead, which is three to nothing here in the third inning. Short lead by Brock. The pitch coming, and it's low inside. And Rogers is really struggling with his breaking ball tonight. That wind is blowing so hard across the diamond that it's going to be very difficult to control that breaking ball from a right-hander. They're in the bottom of the fifth inning now at Pittsburgh. Cubs and the Pirates, 1-1. Here it's Brackett second, one out. And the pitch to Reggie Smith. On the way. Outside, ball two. Smith drew a walk and scored ahead of Simmons when Ted popped the homer in the opening inning. Two balls, no strikes. Outfield playing Smith to pull as he dumped their batting left-handed. Here comes the pitch. A let up and a high fly ball to deep left. Left fielder goes back. White now has to come in and he makes the catch for the out. Smith went the other way and flied to left. And that ball took some catching by the left fielder. When he hit it, he started back and then he had to come in. Jerry White stayed right with it and caught it. The batter is Simmons and they might walk him. Brock at second, two gone. Simmons drilled a line drive, three-run homer in the opening inning. They're going to pitch to Simmons. And the first one on the way. A low curve in the dirt. Brock's going for third base, and he is safe. His foot did not throw the ball. That'll be a wild pitch as Rogers threw the ball into the dirt. Partially blocked it, but it rolled away, and Brock scooted to third. He's there with two out. Simmons, who hit the three-run homer in the first, could get another RBI or two right here. We're in the third. Cardinals leading 3-0. They're in the bottom of the fifth at Pittsburgh. Cubs and Pirates are 1-1. Brock down the line at third. The pitch is made. A curve is grounded foul down the first baseline. Evens the count to Simmons. One ball, one strike. Only two games remain after tonight. In the regular season, that is. And by the way, tickets in all categories are still available for the playoffs daily at the box office 
at Bush Memorial Stadium. Rodgers with a 1-1 pitch steps off the rubber now. And gets back on. Time called by the umpire as Simmons was out and gets back in. He needs a two-out hit to get Brock home. The pitch. Swing and a ground ball over the pitcher's head to the second baseman, Lynch. His throw is in time for the out. And the Cardinals leave the runner. Simmons bounced to Larry Lynch. No runs, no hits. A walk, one left. We go on to the bottom of the third. It'll be the bottom three in the Montreal batting order. Cards on top, 3 nothing. Amiable Clyde King has had temporary contract. His manager, the, the Atlanta Braves that he had, has been extended through the 1976 season. The 50-year-old King has been named to succeed ousted Eddie Matthews at this season's All-Star break with the understanding that his future in the job hinged on how the Braves fared the remainder of the season. And it fared pretty well since King, the manager at San Francisco in 1969 and in the early part of 1970, took over in late July. The Braves were 50-49 and 49 when the change was made, and they've uh, played about... Uh, 580 ball under King and locked up third place in the National League West for their highest finish since they beat out King's Giants to win the division in 1969. They have two games left in Atlanta against Cincinnati. According to Executive Vice President Eddie Robinson, his work speaks for himself and he says since Squire took over, our team has played extremely well. We're going to the Montreal third. They have no hits against Bob Forsh. Young right-hander will face Barry Foote, Larry Parrish, and the pitcher Steve Rogers, unless Montreal pinch hits, and they keep their pitchers warming in the bullpen, Walker and Montague. So what the first two do here, I imagine, will determine whether or not Rogers comes to the plate. Barry Foote is hitting 265, and the young catcher has 11 home runs. That's the catcher, number nine, Barry Foote. Put a right-handed batter with power, but they play him around to the opposite field. Young man from North Carolina. Fine young catcher. Bob Porsche goes to work. His first pitch, a swing and a miss at a sharp slider. And it is strike one. Put last year finished the season with the Expos. The pitch to him, a curve, and it's hit to third on one bounce to reach. Kenny has it and throws for the out. One gone. Foot hit one sharply to Reese. One man gone in the Montreal third inning. And the batter is Larry Parrish. Parrish is hitting 212 thus far. Good looking young man, big fella, 6'3, 190. He's from Winter Haven, Florida. That's the spring home of the Red Sox. This year at Quebec double A ball, he batted 284 with 13 home runs. Ball one to him. Baltimore has jumped out in front of Detroit. Here's a swing and a miss on a good fastball. After two at Detroit. And Earl Williams had a three-run homer. Baltimore leads five to nothing behind Grimsley. They knocked out Lolich. Lemanchek is pitching. So is Porsche. It goes low. Ball two, two and one. So Baltimore leading five to nothing after two as they try to increase their lead to a full game over the idle Yankees. The pitch. Curve, strike, call, the let-up dropped in, two and two. One man out here in the Montreal third. Larry Parrish at the plate, no home runs, four RBIs. Fastball low and a full count. 
Orsh has allowed one base runner thus far. Gave a walk in the second. A double play. He rates the man. 3-2 pitch. Swing and a ground ball. Broken back ground ball. Left side. Scooped up by Reitz. And he throws for the out. And another good play by Kenny. Reitz went far to his left. Took it away from Tyson. Had trouble getting the ball out of the glove. But kept his feet moving and was able to throw the man out. And Parrish did not show much running speed going down the line. There are two out. Cleveland and Boston. Two to one Cleveland in the bottom of the fifth. Jim Perry against Lee. No score. Philadelphia at New York. Christensen against Kuzman. Here's the pitch to Rogers. He's batting for himself. Hits it foul past the first base bag. Dodgers didn't score on the first in Houston with Rao against Durker. And the Pirates are batting in the bottom of the fifth. Tied 1-1 with the Cubs. Bonham and Keeson. Rogers can swing the bat. Here's the ball up and in. Now the bullpen activity ceases for Montreal. One ball, one strike with two men out. Breaking ball fouled away. Back to the screen. One and two. I think the lower the thermometer drops, the higher my voice gets. Two men out. Nobody on base. Here's the pitch. Curve inside, and it's two and two. At the end of five innings at Pittsburgh, the Cubs and the Pirates are tied 1-1. Here's the pitch, and a swing and a foul. That went off the umpire's foot, and that hurts. Billy Williams calling the balls and strikes tonight. His umpiring mates are Davidson, Gorman, and Colossi. Two balls, two strikes. Steve Rogers battling at the plate, swings and hits it to the right side, and it goes foul. A foul ball has fielded by force. Now they say fair, and we're going to have an argument. Sorry. Stepped on the base. The one umpire called it foul, and the other one called it fair. And a whole plate umpire, which is his call, Jack, on the inside of the base before it gets past first base, the home plate umpire has the duty of calling it fair or foul, and Billy Williams called it fair. And the Expos did not argue about it. They occupy the third base dugout. They had a good look at it down the line, and that should prove again to force, and he did a good job of not quitting on the ball. It looked like it was foul. He caught the ball, ran into foul territory, and gave an awkward flip to Torrey. And the Expos have no hits over three innings, and the Cardinals lead after three, three to nothing. Manager Bill Verdon of the pennant contending New York Yankees said Monday his big concern is winning the last two games of the season and not in penalizing two reserves who got into a hotel lobby scuffle in Milwaukee. Verdon says make light of it. He said the big thing is our series against Milwaukee. Says we've got to win them both and hope Baltimore loses one. That's according to Bill Verdon, who has the Yankees bidding for a pennant for the first time in, in about 10 years. The Yankees, who hired Verdon as a second choice when they couldn't get Dick Williams, trailed Baltimore by a half a game after weekend action. Baltimore has three games left beginning Monday night at Detroit. The scuffle occurred Sunday night between reserve catcher Rick Dempsey and utility man Bill Sudeikis in the lobby of the Fister Hotel after the Yankee plane from Cleveland was delayed three hours. It began as innocent needling, but then it got out of hand. The players rolled to the floor, scuffled before teammates separated and police were called, but no charges were filed. 
According to Verdon, uh, he says, I'm not too concerned about it. He said it was one of those things. He said, these guys have been together for 180 days in one fight, and that time isn't bad. He says, I don't think we'll have any effect on the team. Sometimes these things even help. Tory leads it off here, takes the curveball right in there, calls strike. You're going to have a whole day of fun for one low price at Bush Gardens, Tampa, Florida. Mm. Tory leads it off. He grounded out his first trip, takes the next delivery inside, a fastball from Steve Rogers. It evens the count, 1-1. We're in the fourth. Cardinals lead it, 3-0. Play Tory straight away in the outfield. They're deep. As Steve Rogers winds and fires. Torrey smacks it far right back here. No way. I'm going to catch a foul ball tonight. 46 degrees at game time with the wind whipping at a 20-mile-hour pace. As Steve Rogers comes home with a 1-2 delivery, Torrey swings and misses. He struck him out on a good fastball. It sank low and in. Strikeout number two for Rogers. He struggled in the first inning when he gave up a base hit, a walk, and then a three-run homer to Simmons. Set the Cardinals down in order in the second. He walked Brock to lead off the third, but then set down Sizemore, Smith, and Simmons. Retires Torrey on strikes as Bake McBride stands in. Third baseman way in as Rogers brings it home. McBride, ground ball up the middle, and it's going to be by the shortstop. He gets it, but as he throws, it's too late. It's an infield single. Holy. Went to his left behind the bag, fielded the ball on a nice play, but McBride's good speed. He had no chance. He threw, but Baker had already crossed that bag. So the Callaway kid is on with a one-out single, and Reach stands in. Cardinals have employed the hit and run very often with these two. Recently, they were successful in the Chicago series. From the belt, Rogers checks on McBride, and now he steps off. As he fakes the throw to first base, he stepped off and then faked over there. McBride on the year has stolen 28 bases. He has a big lead. Rogers checks him, throws over there, and a dive back in by McBride. He's safe. Rogers has a pretty good move to first base. He made it close. Reach grounded the third, his first trip. They play him to hit the ball into right. They have a big gap in left center. Rogers throws to first base again, and McBride is back safely as the first baseman, Jorgensen, put the tag on him. Patch Davison is the first base umpire. Tom Gorman, the crew chief, takes care of second base. Colossi is a third base umpire. Billy Williams works behind the plate. Rogers pitches. It's a pitch out. Nothing doing. McBride made no attempt to steal. Ball one to Ken Reitz. So the Expos are aware of the hit and run with this Cornella. McBride on it first. Reitz at the plate. Rogers checks on the runner. He's going. The pitch is a strike call. The throw to second. And McBride is out. And he's going to complain about it. A nice throw by the catcher. Foot was right on the base, and the glove of Foley put the tag on the foot. The big McBride, he's out stealing. Pitch was a strike to Ken Reitz, and it's 1-1 on the Cardinal right-handed hitting third baseman. McBride seemed to get in there with his foot. 
but he didn't get the call. High curveball was fouled off by Reitz as he was out in front of it. And now Kenny's in the hole. One ball, two strikes. Nobody on, two down. We're in the fourth. Cardinals lead it 3 nothing. They're in the sixth at Pittsburgh. Tied 1-1. The Cubs and the Buckos. Rogers winds, fires, reach. A little tap to the third baseman. Bad hop. Perry grabs it. Long throw. He has a good arm. That's it. And he gets reached. Redbirds fail the score here in the fourth inning. No runs. One hit. No errors. A man out stealing. Nobody left. And as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning, Cardinals three, Montreal nothing. Getting back to Bill Verdon, the manager of the pennant contending New York Yankees. He said he's going to use Doc Medich and Pat Dobson against Milwaukee's Kevin Kobo and Jim Colburn. Verdon, he said Milwaukee's given his problems, and we expect a tough series. Coble, a rookie left-hander, has beaten New York three times. Colburn, a 20-game winner a year ago, has been troubled with injuries, but in his last start, pitched 13 innings in a 17-inning, 1-0 loss at Baltimore. Verdon got only a one-year contract when the Yankees failed in their bid to hire Williams after he resigned as the Oakland manager following his team's World Series win over the New York Mets. Pittsburgh in the bottom of the sixth now with the Pirates batting tied 1-1. Pirates scored on the throwing air by Pete Lacoste. Cubs first baseman as Bill Bonham has given up only one hit to Pittsburgh. They're batting in the bottom of the sixth. Tied 1-1. Bruce Keith and the Pirate right-hander has given up only three hits. So they have a pitching duel. Tied bottom of the sixth, 1-1. Here we go into the bottom of the fourth. And the Redbirds lead the Expos. Nothing. has not allowed anyone to reach base but one. That man on a walk was a race to the double play. Linz leads it off here in the fourth, and he takes a strike. Larry Linz, second baseman, has great speed. He has swiped 50 bases this year. The pitch to him with reach way in is a fastball. Over but low, one and one. Reaches way in as a left-handed batter. Lynch takes a curveball of beauty from Bob Force. Strike call inside corner at the knees. One and two. Next one is a little tap back to the mound. Force has it over to Torian. That takes care of Lynch leading off the fourth. One down. That's twice Larry Lynch has tapped back to the mound. With a one out at Pittsburgh, Al Oliver has doubled. He's down at second base, and Willie Stargell stands in. That's at Pittsburgh. They're tied 1-1. Foley, for the Expos, takes a fastball. Too high, ball one. They play Foley to hit the ball the other way. He's a right-handed batter, and they play over into right field. That's Force. Winds and brings it in. Fastball misses 2-0. Reaches even with the bag at third. Everybody else shades just a step towards the... Right side of the diamond, and here's the 2-0. Foley takes it up, beauty, right down the middle. A call strike. Two and one. Nobody on, one out here in the Montreal fourth as Foley takes a breaking ball, a slider low, three and one. Three-one delivery. Foley jumps back from ball four. 
So he becomes a base runner, the second walk, second base runner. Foley with one out here in the fourth. And that brings up Willie Davis. Davis, a 295 average, 12 homers, 88 RBIs. Davis is a left-handed batter. Long time with the Dodgers. Chokes the bat just a bit. Pitch to him. Popped up on the infield. Reach goes back. Now the shortstop. Tyson calls for it, and he does get it. Two down. Tyson called off Reach, and he handled the pop fly off the bat of Willie Davis for the second out. Jorgensen stands in. Georgia has just fanned. And now Oliver is at second base with two down, and Dave Parker stands in. That's at Pittsburgh. Here, Jorgensen, line drive along with way into center field. McBride turns the wrong way. Now he comes over, and he catches the ball. He turned the wrong way, and Bake finally recovered, caught it around the knees, and had it securely in the glove. He looked to the heavens to say, oh, thank you. He forgot about that wind, but he recovered in time to handle a tough Fine shot off the bat of Jorgensen, and that takes care of the Pirates here in the fourth. No runs, no hits, no errors, a walk, a man left. First one they've stranded. After four innings from Montreal, Cardinals over the Expos, 3 nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates have a couple of candidates for the National League's MVP award. One of them is Al Oliver. He's played a key role in making the Pirates a contender again. True, Willie Stargell has blasted the home runs, and Richie Zisk has had many game-winning hits. But it has been Oliver who has done the consistent day-in, day-out hitting that's carried the Pirates out of the pack in the National League East. He's hitting 320 and has driven in 85 runs. Excellent statistics. But equally important is his consistency. Barely a game goes by that he doesn't get at least one hit. In fact, Oliver has not gone more than two games in a row this season without hitting safely. He has had two of the National League's longest hitting streaks this season, the first for 23 games and the second for 21. Right now, let's pause for station identification. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. At 790 and 1420... This is American Forces Radio. At the end of six full innings in the ball game at Pittsburgh, the Cubs and the Pirates are tied 1-1. Here, the Cardinals lead 3-0, fifth inning, and ball one to Mike Tyson. Swinging a ground ball to short. Foley has it, scoops it up, and throws for the out. Tyson has struck out his first time, grounds out here in the fifth. And the batter is Bob Fork. She flied to right his first time. He's wearing two jackets, one a windbreaker, the other a heavy cardinal jacket. And he bats with one man out. Brock will follow him. We're in the fifth inning. The Cardinals have the only hits. They've made three runs on three hits. And the Expos no runs on no hits after four. Tyson out. Short to first to start the inning. The pitch to Forge, and he tried to bunt, and he missed.
Other base ball. Detroit has bounced back with a couple of runs. Baltimore is still leading as they attempt to increase their lead. Here's the pitch to Forge. Swing and a foul. Detroit got two, and after three, they trail Baltimore 6-2. Grimsley is on the mound against Lemanchek in relief of Lulich, and Earl Williams a home run. In the sixth at Boston, Cleveland leads 2-1. Forge hits a curve in the left to base hit. Rogers hung a curveball, and Forge gets a one-out single for the fourth Cardinal hit of the night. Comes here in the fifth inning. And now he puts on a jacket. Brock is the batter. He grounded out, walked, was left on. Outfield will play Brock about straight away. Steve Rogers on the mound. He's lost 21 games this year. He's 15 and 21. Two and three against the Cardinals this season. He's had a busy year. 36 decisions. Here's a tap foul by Brock. All rolling off to the right. Rogers, the Expo right-hander, has pitched 247 innings, the most on their ball club. He checks the runner. Pitches to Brock, way outside, and he almost threw it away. One ball, one strike. In case you weren't with us in the opening inning, Sizemore single with one out. Reggie Smith drew a walk. And Ted Simmons pounded a homer over the right field fence. It's 3-0, and we're in the fifth inning now. And the pitch to Brock. Five for a ball, ball two, two and one. play here again tomorrow night. Mike Therese will pitch against Bob Gibson. Be on the air at the same time, 6.50, St. Louis time, with a dugout show. The pitch to Brock. Low inside, ball three, three and one. Jorgensen at first is playing behind the runner, Porsche. Cardinals have scored three times, lost a runner stealing, and stranded one in the first four innings. 3-1 pitch to Lou Brock on the way. Swing and a foul, 3-2. And, and back into the left. They're 1-1 at New York in the bottom of the fifth where the Phillies are playing. An important game as far as Montreal is concerned. Christensen against Kuzman. Montreal and the Phillies are tied for third place. Cubs batting in the seventh at Pittsburgh. Tied 1-1. I was going to say leading 1-1. 3-2 pitch to Brock. Coming, the runner going. Strike call. There's the throw and Force steals the base. Foley tried to calm the umpire. He doesn't argue about the call. Brock is called out on strikes and he doesn't argue either. A fastball over the outside corner and that's for Rogers is his third strikeout of the night. And... Bob Ford stole the base. And he's on a second with two men out, and the batter is Sizemore. It's going to take a pretty good base knock by Sizemore to get Forsh home the way the outfielders are playing. They're very shallow and around to the right. Sizemore has singled and scored and grounded to short. And the pitch to him. 
Oh, ball one blocked by foot. Well, the second base umpire, Tom Gorman, did not give it the automatic call down there. He was bearing down on the play, called for safe at second. Foley started to run off the diamond. Gorman said you can run away if you want, but he's safe. Here's the pitch to Sizemore. Over but low for a ball. He'd like to get a hit driving this runner. Get on base and bring up Smith. And the Cubs did not score in the seventh. The Pirates are batting in their tide. 1-1 in the bottom of the inning. Outfield to the right for Sizemore. He's hitting with two out on a 2-0 count. He takes a strike at the knee. Fifth inning, 3 nothing Cardinals. Off the stretch, Steve Rogers. Borsch at second, two out the pitch. Swing and a foul. Sizemore tried to go to right. He fouled the ball away. It's two and two. Rogers has walked two, fan three, and allowed four hits. Into the count to Ted. Force takes his lead. Rogers gets ready. And he pitches. And a foul back here into the seat. Only about 4,000 on hand tonight, if that many. And a cool evening in Montreal. Only two games left to play after tonight. 2-2 pitch. And Sizemore swings and strikes out. A foul dip and the catcher held it. Sizemore goes down swinging. So both Brock and Sizemore struck out in the inning. A total of four for Rogers. No runs, one hit and one left. Cards have left two. Singleton will lead it off for Montreal. Going into their fifth inning, the cards are on top by the score of three to nothing. Pittsburgh and Chicago are now in the bottom of the seventh inning at Pittsburgh, and that game is still tied at 1-1. A very important ball game for Pittsburgh as they battle the Cardinals for first place in the National League East. In the National League West battle, the Los Angeles Dodgers need to win just one more game, and they'll clinch there. They have uh, clinched at least a tie right now. There's no score between the Dodgers and the Astros after two innings at the Astrodome. In the American League, Cleveland is playing at Boston, and that ball game is now in the top of the seventh, and uh, Cleveland is leading it by the score of 2-1. to one. And that's just about it as far as the Major League Baseball scoreboard. There are only six games on the schedule for this Monday night, and uh, that's just about the way the situation looks. Jim Perry pitching for Cleveland against Lee of Boston in that game. Grimsley against Lowledge for the Baltimore-Detroit game. Lemansic is now pitching for Detroit, and now we see that Holdsworth is now in that ball game. Baltimore leads it 5 nothing after two. In the fifth inning for Montreal, Ken Singleton will be their leadoff man. Cards on top, 3 to nothing. Over at Pittsburgh, the Pirates are batting in the seventh, side with the Cubs, 1-1. Bonham and Keeson going at it in that one. Here are the cards have out hit Montreal, 4 to nothing. Bob Force has allowed two runners, both on walks. One was erased in a double play. The other man was left on. 
Klingerman will be followed by Jerry White and then Barry Foote. Singleton, the foot getter batting left-handed. Hit into a double play his first time. Dale Murray, a right-hander starter. Tom Walker starts to warm up for Montreal. 3-0 Cardinals as the Expos bat in the fifth. Here's the pitch, swung on a long fly ball to left. Way back is Brock, playing the wind, he's got it for the out. Singleton hammered the ball deep to the opposite field on the first pitch by Ford. The In the bottom of the seventh at Pittsburgh, they have Sangee in at second, one out. And Richie Zisk is batting for the Pirates. Singleton has just flied out. The batter is Jerry White. Switch hitter grounds the ball to the right side. Torrey gets it. Over to Forge for the out. Forge bounced off the mound, took the throw from Torrey. Two pitches, two men out here in the Montreal fifth. The batter is the catcher, Barry Foot. He was thrown out by Reeves his first time up. Well, the X-Balls have not managed to hit off the Cardinal pitchers yet. Two quick outs. The Cardinals lead 3-0. The outfielder on to the right for foot. Here it comes, and it's a strike call. Force gets ahead. Parrish is on deck, the rookie third baseman of the Expos. Third two men out of the inning, and Force delivers. Strike call at the knees, strike two. Well, he's made four pitches, has two out and two strikes on the batter. The Pirates have taken the lead in the seventh inning. Here's a ball to the hitter. Richie Ziss came off the bench and tripled and put the Pirates on top two to one in the seventh. Next delivery coming. And it's outside. The Cards thought they had him struck out. It's two and two. Doing out here in the Montreal fifth. Force delivers. Breaking ball grounded a short. Tyson has it. Comes up throwing for the out. And the Expos are down in order. And they have no hits after five innings. So at the end of five, here at Jory Park in Montreal, it's the Cardinals three. In case you missed it, here's what happened in Major League Baseball on Sunday in the National League. St. Louis shut out Chicago 7 to nothing. It was New York 7, Pittsburgh 2, Montreal 6, Philadelphia 3, and Cincinnati beat San Francisco 7 to 3, while Houston knocked off Atlanta by the score of 9 to 6. In the American League on Sunday, Detroit 7, Boston 4, New York 10, Cleveland nothing, Oakland 3, Chicago 2, Baltimore 4, Milwaukee 3, Texas 5, Kansas City nothing, and California beat Minnesota by the score of 4 to nothing. So the race in the National League East, Pittsburgh and St. Louis, dead even at 85 wins and 74 losses. Philadelphia and Montreal are dead even at 78 and 81, seven games back. New York is 70 and 89, 15 out, and the Cubs trail by 19. In the West, the Dodgers are 159. The Dodgers will be the only team this year to win at least 100 ball games. 
And Cincinnati is two and a half out at 98 and 62. I should correct that because uh, the Reds have a shot at 100. Atlanta is 86 and 74, trailing by 14 and a half. Houston is 20 games out, 80 and 79. San Francisco, 29 and a half out. And San Diego trails by 41 and a half. Here we go to the sixth inning of the game. Here we go to the sixth inning. Cardinals leading three to nothing. After seven now at Pittsburgh, the Pirates lead two to one. They try to squeeze play, and they hit into a double play. Here is Smith lining one right to the second base Lynch to the out. Smith, who had walked and flied out previously, swings on the first one from Steve Rogers here in the sixth inning of this game and lined the ball very hard to the second baseman, Larry Lynch. And Simmons is up. He popped the three-run homer in the first, the only scoring in this game, and then grounded out to second base. Here comes the pitch to Ted, high and away a ball. Rogers has gone to his fastball a good deal more than he was using it in the early part of the game. Smith, Simmons, and Torrey in this inning. Smith has been retired. Ball two to Simmons. So the Cubs are now batting in the eighth and trailing Pittsburgh by the score of two to one. Richie Ziff with a pinch triple over the head of the center fielder Monday. Two and all to Simmons. And a let up is in there. A straight change and a called strike. Two and one to Simmons. Batting with one man out. Rogers kicks and fires, and a swing and a foul lined up against the railing off to the right. Evens the count at two and two. One out, the base is empty. Gibson will be opposed by Therese tomorrow. The pitch, low into the dirt. And then Renko will find himself matched with McLaughlin as we play the final regular season game on Wednesday night. 3-0 Cardinals here in the sixth inning. One out, 3-2 pitch. Simmons strikes out swinging. Simmons becomes the fifth strikeout victim. And there are two quick outs in the Cardinal inning. Joe Torrey is 0 for 2. He grounded a third and struck out. The outfield straightens up with Torrey at the plate, and a let-up goes low ball one. In the first inning, Sizemore singled, Smith drew a walk, and Simmons homered. And Porsche has blanked Montreal on no hits over the first five innings. Fastball grounded sharply to short. Foley has it. His throw is in time for the out. Corey hit the ball hard but out. The cards go down in order in the sixth inning. Montreal will send up the bottom two in the batting order. They might pinch it for Steve Rogers. Going into the Montreal sixth inning, the cards are in top three nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates have two candidates for the National League MVP award. One of them is Al Oliver, who has been doing just a tremendous job. He's not the power hitter, 
but uh, he's been hitting consistently day in and day out. He has two of the longest hitting streaks in the National League this year. He had one of 23 games and another of 21. However, Oliver has never really received the recognition a lot of the people feel he deserves. For one thing, he's played on pirate teams, which have included Roberto Clemente and Willie Stargell. Clemente, because of his greatness, always seemed to be in the spotlight. And when he wasn't, Stargell was. And because he's a home run hitter, and they always make news, of course. For another thing, Oliver acquired the reputation for being a sorehead. At first, a couple of years ago, he complained that he wasn't playing regularly. Earlier this year, he said he didn't like the idea of alternating between first base and center field. In the Montreal sixth inning, the leadoff man will be Larry Parrish, the rookie third baseman. Grounded a third his first time. Tom Walker, a right-hander, warms up in the bullpen. Steve Rogers is due to bat second. They might pinch it for him. Folks from Colchester, Vermont are here rooting for the Cardinals. Move from St. Joseph, Illinois, Ken and Kay Douglas. There's a walk at the first baseman. No hits off force thus far as he works in the sixth inning. He struck out none, walked two. And the Cardinals lead 3-0 as Montreal bats. We'll check on the Cubs in a moment for you. Here's the pitch. Curveball is chopped foul off to the left. The leadoff man is Larry Parrish, P-A-R-R-I-S-H. Kid looks like he's going to be a good cripple hitter, Jack. It's like if you make a mistake on him, you hit the ball hard somewhere. Big, strong, right-handed batter takes the ball low, one and one. Cardinals lead 3-0. The pitch to the leadoff man. And it's low. Two balls and a strike. Parrish at Quebec batted 284. It's only his third year in pro baseball. He's from Winter Haven, Florida. He swings and hits one back to the pitcher. Porsche has it. Runs toward first. Gives it to Torrey. And there's one man out. Larry Parrish is retired. And the Expos have put their leadoff man on base only one time. In six innings. And now Larry Bittner. Larry Bittner, B-I-T-T-N-E-R, Bittner. Who batted 323 at Memphis and has been up with Expos a good part of the year, is going to bat for Rogers. And Tom Walker will be their new pitcher in the seventh inning. Bittner is batting 292, no home runs, three RBIs. And he's a switch hitter up there batting left-handed. Three to nothing, the Cardinals leading here in the sixth. Outfield to the right for Bittner, he swings and lines it in the left. Brock is there, struggles, makes the catch for the out. There is no easy chance for anybody tonight out in that playing field. Bittner, a left-handed batter, lined into the left, and Brock had to sink down to his knees to catch that ball. There are two men out, and the batter is Larry Lynch. Twice he has hit the ball back to the mound. Larry Lynch, he's the switch hitter, batting left-handed. Takes a bunt and takes a strike. 
Now they're in the bottom of the eighth at Pittsburgh. Pirates lead 2-1. to one. Lynch takes the ball low, so the Cubs will have only one more crack at Bruce Keeson. Rogers out of the game now. Six innings, three runs, four hits. Struck out five, walked two. Force delivers low to Larry Lynch. Two balls and a strike. There are two quick outs here in the sixth. Ball three goes low. Three and one. Parrish hit back to the mound. Bittner lined out. Lentz will probably take one. Strike call. Three and two. A full count. The on-deck hitter is Foley. And the 3-2 pitch. Swing and a ground ball to second. Sizemore has it, comes up throwing, gets him, and down in order go the Expos, who still have no hits in the game. And after six innings, the Cardinals leave Montreal three to nothing. Taking a look at the scoreboard, after seven, Cleveland leads Boston two to one. Jim Perry started for Cleveland. Buskey is now pitching. Lee continues to throw for Boston. The Baltimore Orioles uh, making no mistake about it and leaving no doubt in anybody's mind that they intend to give it a battle for the American League East are crushing Detroit 9-2 to as Detroit hits in the bottom of the fifth. The Orioles scored five in the second. Three, uh, two of those runs coming on Williams' 14th home run for the Orioles. They scored one more in the third and three more in the fourth. 9-2 Baltimore after four and a half. Grimsley for the Orioles, Lolich, Lemansic, and now Holdsworth for Detroit. Elsewhere in the National League, Philadelphia did not score in the top of the first against the Mets, Christensen against Kuzman, and the Dodgers and the Houston Astros are scoreless after three. Rao pitching against Ducker. They're in the bottom of the A's landing in Pittsburgh at the Pirates leading the Cubs 2-1. to one. Pirates scored an unearned run. A throwing error by Pete Lecoq. Number 20. After the Cubs had scored a run in the opening inning. And then Pittsburgh took the lead with Richie Ziff getting the RBI in the seventh. Now they're in the bottom of the eighth, so the Cubs have only one more chance. Tom Walker takes over the pitching duties. And another right-hander starts to warm up for the Expos. And Walker is in relief of Rogers, who pitched six innings, gave three runs, four hits, struck out five, walked two, and Bake McBride leads off in the seventh inning. Muller, right-hander, is warming up now. So it's Tom Walker on the hill. First pitch to McBride. Strike, a breaking ball over the outside corner. Big ground to the second. Single was out stealing. It'll be followed by Reitz and Tyson here in the Cardinal seventh. Walker, the right-hander, pitches, and a swing and a foul. Rolling back to the right. Side to McBride. One ball, two strikes. Tom Walker on the hill. He's one four, lost five. 
Here's the pitch. Inside, two and two. They're in the ninth inning at Pittsburgh with the Cubs batting and trailing two to one. Jerry Morales leading off in that game in the ninth inning. So we'll tell you what the Cubs do in the ninth. Here's the pitch popped up by McBride. The shortstop calls for it. The wind moves the ball. Foley has it for the out. And there's one man gone. We'll stay right with the Cubs in the top of the ninth inning and give you the outcome of that game. The batter is Ken Reitz. Kenny has been thrown out by the third baseman twice. Morales is retired. There's one out in the ninth inning with the Cubs trailing two to one. Here's a foul by Reitz. Strike one. Here we're in the seventh inning. The Cardinals lead three to nothing. Montreal has no hits against Bob Force. The Cardinals have made three runs on four hits. Outfield to the right, the pitch on the way, it's outside. Pete Lecoq is the batter for the Cubs now. Next delivery, Reese pops it up. It's a foul ball, and Foot stays with it right at the grandstand. He dropped it. He dropped it as the wind played havoc with him. And Reese is still alive with a one and two count. Pete LeCock has been retired. Stennett threw him out. And there are two men gone in the ninth inning for the Cubs. And Steve Swisher is their batter. Two men out in the ninth inning. Over at Pittsburgh. Reitz is 0 for 2, still at the plate with a 1-2 count. Walker pitches, and it's low. Two balls, two strikes. Walker in relief of Rogers goes to work again. Strike call at the knees. Reitz complains about it to the plate umpire, Billy Williams. But there are two outs. won the game by the score of 2-1 to one over the Cubs. A three-hitter by Keeson. And the Pirates won the game 2-1. to one. There are two men out here. It's a high pop fly on in the infield. Should be an easy inning for Walker. Foley, the shortstop at the mound, has it for the out. To retire the side. Now the cards go down in order. And it's seventh inning stretch time. Foley, Davis, and Jorgensen coming up for Montreal. Pittsburgh beats Chicago 2-1, and here the Cardinals lead 3-0. South Carr of Atlanta and Rod Crew of Minnesota are the Major League batting champions. Gar with a 351 average with 209 hits in 596 trips, and nobody else is even close in either league, actually. Oliver of Pittsburgh, Buckner of Los Angeles, both hitting 318. Madlock of Chicago at 313, Garvey of Los Angeles at 312, Ziska of Pittsburgh at 312, Gross of Houston at 311, a couple of hitters at 310, McBride and Smith of St. Louis, Brock and Stodgill of St. Louis both hitting 307. So they're slugging it out for individual positions below number one. Same story in the American League where Rod Carew is hitting 364 with 216 hits in 594 times at bat. George Orta of Chicago way down the line at 319. He'll wind up in second place. McCray of Kansas City is hitting 308. Pinnell of New York at 306. 
Maddox of uh, New York is hitting 304. Randall of Texas hitting 303. Burroughs of Texas, Yastrzemski of Boston, and Allen of Chicago hitting 301. Henderson hitting 295. Pirates won at 2 to 1. Keith in the winner, 9 and 8. Bottom the loser, 11 and 22. On an earned run. And then a, an RBI triple by Zisk. In the seventh inning, and the Pirates have won the game. Philadelphia, New York, a 1 1 in the sixth. Christensen against Kuzman. The Dodgers trying to clinch it tonight with Cincinnati Idol. No score in the third, and Houston with Rowell against Durker. In the American League, Baltimore is winning handily. 9-2 after 5 behind Grimsley. Knocked out Woolwich. Williams had a home run. After 7 at Boston, Cleveland leads 2-1. It's Buskey in relief of Jim Perry against Lee. Tim Foley leads off. Ball 1 is low outside. Expos have had no hits. Two base runners, both on walks. Foley is 0 for 1 with a walk, and he takes ball too low. Foley, Davis, and Jorgensen in the inning. A small crowd trying to root the Expos on. Here's the pitch. Strike call. They really make some racket. They try to harass the pitcher. Move the umpire. Borch on the windup. The pitch. Swing and a miss. And it's two and two. on top, 3 to nothing on the Ted Simmons homer in the first. Outfield of the right for Foley. One of only two base runners the Expos have had, the pitch. Swinging a ground ball to short. Tyson charges it, gets it and throws, and he's out. That's nine in a row retired by the Cardinal pitcher. Chris Fulkers is probably unavailable to the Cardinals tonight with a back injury. That could be meaningful in this series because he's pitched well against this club. The batter is Willie Davis. And Porsche is going to tie his shoelace, so we'll pause for identification. This is the Cardinals Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. You're listening to the voice of information for the American Forces at 790 and 1420. It's the end. Coming to Willie Davis, a high pop fly into short left. Lou Brock playing the wind gets under it, waits and has it. There are two out, and the Expos still have no hits. Against the Cardinal rookie right-hander, Bob Ford. Mike, no matter what happens in this game, and especially after... Porsche was touched for five in the opening inning against the Pirates his last time out. You have to admire what he's accomplished. They like to get a starter in through the seventh inning, especially if you have a good bullpen like the Cardinals do. So whatever happens from here on out, Jack, he's done a fine job. But let's let him just keep going like he is for seven more. The batter, Jorgensen, the first pitch of ball. The next pitch is high ball, too. Jorgensen has been one of the two base runners the Expos have had. He walked in the second, slide out in the fourth. A left-handed batter, a pull hitter. Porsche has to throw a strike here. Line drive into right field, and the ball is a base hit. Smith can't play it. It goes into the corner. Jorgensen will get a two-out double, and that's the first Montreal hit of the evening. With a count of 2-0, he just 
He just took his chances and laid the ball in there. Well, that's what he had to do, Jack. He can't worry about the no-hitter. He has to win this ball game. The Pirates have posted a win in Pittsburgh against the Cubs, and that's what Force wants. He wants a W behind his name when you pick up the box score tomorrow to keep the Cardinals and the Pirates all tied in this Eastern Division race. With two and out, Jorgensen is doubled and the batter is singled. He's grounded into a double play and slide out. Switch hitter batting left. Ball one. Three to nothing, the Cardinals lead here in the seventh. And the outfield playing Singleton to pull the ball. Force delivers. Swing and a line drive to the left. Here comes Brock and he drops it. The run comes in to score. Singleton stops at first base and the tying run will come to the plate. Brock could have caught the ball but didn't. It was down around the shoe tops. They might give Brock an error on that play. But they give a base hit to Singleton. A sinking line drive, and Brock got a glove on it, Mike. Yeah, he made a good try after Jack. It was a very tough chance for him. A sinking line drive in around his ankles. Got a glove on it, but he just couldn't hold on. And now Vorney Schultz comes out of the dugout many times when a guy has a no-hitter going. After that first hit, things break loose. Brock got a glove on it. He couldn't hold on, and it's now 3-1, to and the tying run will come to the plate. With Singleton on at first base, two downs, the Expos may go to a pinch hitter. They are, it's going to be John Fairley, the left-handed hitter. He'll be a pinch hitter. They're going to lift the rookie, Jerry White. They're going to go to the veteran, the left-handed hitter in this situation. Fairley will come off the bench. And he'll pinch hit. Fairly on the year, a 249 average, 12 home runs, 43 RBI. Ladies and gentlemen, Barney Schultz went to the mound to talk to the pitcher. Norman and Rabatsky are warming up in the bullpen. The Cubs have scored a run on a two-out double by Jorgensen. And an RBI single off the glove of Brock in left field, making it 3-1. to Expos have two hits, both in this inning, and their batter is Ron Fairley. A left-handed hitter. We're in the seventh. Cardinals lead by the score of three to one. Singleton is on at first base. Torrey is playing behind him. And Porsche has to pitch to Ron Fairley with two out. It's ball one high. Small crowd making a lot of racket. Brock could have kept that run from scoring, but couldn't hang on to the ball. Here is the pitch. Fairly swings, grounds it to short. Tyson gets it, steps on second, and the Cardinals have a two-run lead. Fairly forces the runner. Tyson unassisted. One run on two hits. No errors and one left. Montreal is stranded two. And after seven full innings, the Cardinals lead three to one. Mike Schmidt of Philadelphia leads the National League in home runs with 36. He's also the major league leader. Johnny Bench of Cincinnati with 33. Win of uh, Los Angeles with 32. Perez of Cincinnati with 28. And Cedeno of Houston with 26. Allen of Chicago leads the American League with 32. Jackson of Oakland with 29. Tennis of Oakland has hit 26. Darwin of Minnesota and Burroughs of Texas have hit 25. The RBI leader in the National League 
as well as the majors is Johnny Bench of Cincinnati with 129. Schmidt of Philadelphia has 116. Garvey of Los Angeles with 110. Wynn of Los Angeles with 108. And Perez of Cincinnati with 101. Jeff Burroughs of Texas is the American League RBI leader with 118. Bando of Oakland has 103. Rudy Volkman with 97. Lou Brock of St. Louis with 117 stolen record bases. That's a major league record. Morgan of Cincinnati is next with 58. A setting rolls around Cardinals on top of the Expos. Three to one. Goodbirds about it. The Expos four to two. No errors in this ball game. Tom Walker prepares to work the eighth inning for the Expos. You'll have Bob Force, Lou Brock, and Ted Sizemore. A dual battle with Force on the evening is one for two. He singled, stole a base. In the fifth inning, he was stranded. Throws right, he bats the same. Flames straight away in the outfield. Shade just a little bit to right field. Line drive, base hit in the left field. Fairly now in left field. Gets it on one hop. And Forrest has his second hit of the evening. A leadoff single is Walker. Hung a breaking ball, a Cardinal rookie. Bob Forrest ripped it into left field. A leadoff single. And now Brock will stand in. Rob Forrest has done some job this evening. Giving the Expos only one run on two hits. Had a no-hitter. Two six and two-thirds innings. Gave up a double and then an RBI single. Then he's banged out two hits to lead off single here in the eighth inning. Brock walks in, moves some of the dirt around the batter's box as he prepares to hit. Lou is 0 for 2 tonight. He's grounded out, he's struck out. First pitch to Lou, breaking ball, ground ball to the second baseman. Lynch kicks it, he has no play, now he throws the first and everybody is safe. Larry Lynch, the second baseman, booted the ball, and Brock reaches on the air. A little hopper, could have been a double play, but Lynch booted it. Foolish got in safely to second base, and Brock was safe at first before the throw after the boot by the second baseman, Larry Lynch. And now the Expos are in a jam. Third baseman. Parrish goes to the mound. He talks it over with the hurler, Tom Walker. First and second, nobody out. The Expos look for the bonus size. More stands in. Ted on the night. A single and scored. He's one for three. Walker checks the runners. Brings it home. Sizemore is going to bunny. Does down the third baseline. Walker gets it. Throws the third. He's out. Fine play by the Montreal right-hander, Tom Walker. It was a pretty good bunt by Sizemore. Walker hustled over there and he got it on the hop. He would not have got that hop. He would have been in trouble because he could have never thrown Sizemore out. His only play was a third. And he got him. Now Smith stands in with Brock at second base. Sizemore at first. Got to keep a close eye to see if Brock wants to do any running. Reggie Smith stands in. Reggie has walked and scored. He's 0 for 2. Walker checks Brock at second. He cannot get a big lead. Pitch to Smith. Curveball inside. Ball 1. The shortstop Foley is right in behind Brock. And Lou can get just a short lead. Third baseman. Perry's way off the line. 
even with the bag, as a pitch comes a snip. Line drive, base hit down the right field corner. It may go to the wall. It does. Fox around third to score. Here comes Sizemore. He's going to score. Smith digs for third. The throw comes home, and Sizemore is safe. Smith goes into third with a two-run triple. And the Cardinals now lead five to one. Reggie Smith did the job. He ripped a triple around the right field line, and the Cardinals grab a four-run lead now. 5-1. Rock scored. And Sizemore came home all the way from first base. And now Simmons stands in. Ted had a big three-run homer in the opening frame as he got the Cardinals on top. He's one for three with that 20th home run of his. He's now set his own record for home runs while catching. That was number 17 while catching. He has 20 on the year, and he has 103 RBIs. That's also a career high. The infield is in for the play at the plate. Smith at third, pitch to Simmons, smash! Great play by the second baseman. Lynn has it over to first, and Smith has to stay at third base. Lynn's left his feet, gloved the ball right in the webbing, Scampered up, got Simmons, and Smith had to stay at third base. Two down. Now Torrey stands in. Joe on the night is 0 for 3. Infield drops back. John Montague starts to warm up in the Expo bullpen. Pitch to Torrey, smash to the first baseman. Jorgensen has it. He handles it himself. That takes care of him. Torrey and the Cardinals here in the eighth inning, but they score twice. On two hits, one expo error, they strand a man. Cardinals have now left three in this ball game, but the big two-run triple by Reggie Smith. After seven and one-half innings going into the bottom of the eighth, the Cardinals are now on top of the Expos, five to one. On the baseball scoreboard, taking a look, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Houston Astros are now in the bottom of the fourth inning. There's still no score in that game. That's Los Angeles and Houston. The Dodgers, if they can win that ball game, then, of course, the Dodgers will have then clinched the National League West. Cleveland and Boston are now in the top of the ninth at Boston, and the Indians are leading by the score of 2-1. to one. At Detroit, Bobby Grish has hit his 19th home run for Baltimore in the sixth with nobody on base. Is Baltimore really doing a job there? Pittsburgh has already won its game with Chicago. 2-4-0 and for Pittsburgh. A run, three hits, and two errors for Chicago. Keith in the winner, 9-8. Bond in the loser, 11-22. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Bob Force takes his warm-up tosses. He's given the Expos only one run on two hits. Both of those hits came in the seventh inning after he had no hit. The Expos for the first six and two-thirds. He gave up a double to Jorgensen and then an RBI single to Ken Singleton. Force will face the bottom three in the Montreal order. Foot, Parrish, and then the pitcher, and probably a pinch hitter. John Montague warms in the Expo bullpen as Force works to foot. Time is called as the first pitch comes home. There's a 
bullpen ball on the field. Cardinals keep their bullpen busy. Alan Foster throws down there. We're in the eighth. Redbirds on top, five to one. Cardinals have out hit Montreal six two. Bob Force brings the first one in. Barry Foot is swinging a miss as he chased the sinker down around his knees. On deck, it's the rookie Larry Parrish as Barry Foot looks at a fastball too far outside. That evens the count one one. A 1-1 heads in. Foot. Line drive, center field. It may drop in there. Oh, Sizemore back out and makes a nice grab for the first out here in the eighth. Sizemore race back, grabbed it. One down as Larry Perry stands in. Sizemore got back in the shallow center field rather quickly. Little humpback liner. He grabbed it, and now Perry stands in. First one to him is a fastball, a call strike. Force with another pitch. Curve. This one misses outside, one and one. One one delivery is a fastball from the Cardinal right hander. Inside, ball two. Two and one. We're in the eighth. Five one Redbird. Swing and a little tap foul. We're leaving the count. Two two now. On the rookie, Larry Parrish. He's grounded out twice tonight. He's 0 for 2. Pat Scanlon, the rookie infielder, is on deck. And a 2-2 delivery heads home from Force. Parrish, little ground ball past the third base bag is foul. Foul as Reach grabbed it in foul territory. And Parrish will make the long walk back to home plate. Redbird scored three runs in the first inning on a three-run homer off the bat of Ted Simmons, his 20th of the year. And they scored two more times in the eighth on a triple by Reggie Smith. One down, eighth inning for the Expos. Larry Parrish waits for a 2-2 delivery. A bullpen ball gets back on the field and time is called. Now we're ready to go. Force removed his cap, puts it back on, now stands on, gets his sign, and he goes to work. A 2-2 delivery. Strike call. A fastball at the letters. He's down on strike. Simmons thought there were three outs. He started to walk off. That strikeout. This is the first strikeout for Force tonight. And now, pitch hitter, Pat Scanlon. Young man from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's a left-handed batter. Hit 283 at Memphis this year. He's one for three with the Expos. He taps the first one foul past first base, and Force is quickly out in front. 
Pat Scanlon. A left-handed batter. Six foot, 170. Stands deep in the box. Holds it on the end as the pitch comes to him. It's a strike call, a good sinking fastball that catches the outside corner. And Force is out in front now. No balls, two strikes. Play Scanlon straight away in the outfield. And here's the 0-2 coming in. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. So Force strikes out two in this inning. The first two of the game. Three up, three down for the Expos. And after eight complete innings, Cardinals five, Montreal one. Well, it looks like both the Cardinals and the Pirates will go through this day again dead even. That's, of course, assuming St. Louis holds on to this lead. Pittsburgh has already defeated Chicago. That was a close one. The Pirates did it by the score of two to one. We can update that Los Angeles-Houston game. Houston has scored in the bottom of the fourth inning, and after four innings of play at Houston, it's the Astros one, the Dodgers nothing. The Dodgers can clinch the National League West with a victory over Houston. Sunday in the National League, St. Louis beat Chicago 7-2, New York over Pittsburgh 7-2. That uh, resulted in the tie that we have right now in the National League East. Montreal 6, Philadelphia 3, Cincinnati beat San Francisco 7-3, and Houston knocked off Atlanta by the score of 9-6. We chatter our way into the ninth inning of this game. Let me open this window. We try to keep the windows closed between innings, but then it sounds poor when we have the windows closed and we're talking. We talk, so we have to... Sit out of here. It's a little better for the atmosphere of the game. Anyhow, we'll get right next to it. The Cardinals are out hit. Montreal 6-2 and lead 5-1, ninth inning. Pittsburgh beat the Cubs 2-1. Cubs gave him a good effort tonight, Mike, didn't they? And I thought Bonham might beat him, but he didn't. Yeah, he pitched a fine game. He gave up only four hits, but Bruce Keeson came to the front, Jack. He did a good job against us in St. Louis, and he pitched a three-hitter to get the win. Here is Montague on the mound now, the third hurler of the night for Montreal. Cardinals leading 5-1, ninth inning. Walker pitched two innings, two runs, two hits. An error hurt him. He struck out one and walked none. So three runs off Rodgers, two off Walker, and Montague throws low for a ball to McBride, who's one for three. Alan Foster loosens up in the bullpen. Here comes the pitch on the way, and a foul out of play by McBride puts him in the hole. He'll be followed by Reitz and Tyson in this inning. They haven't announced the attendance here as yet. Nobody on or out of the ninth. Cardinals leading 5-1. Here is the pitch to McBride. Ball inside. Two and two. If the Cardinals win here and stay with the Pirates with identical records and tie for first, the race cannot possibly end until Wednesday night. Tomorrow night could not decide it. Oh, I'm shivering. Here's the two-two. There's a line drive caught by the first baseman, Jorgensen. 
And McBride is robbed of a double or a triple with a line drive caught by the first baseman. Montague retires his first opponent. And the batter is Ken Reitz. He's 0 for 3. Pitch to Kenny. Low ball one. If after Wednesday the Pirates and the Cardinals are still tied, we have an afternoon game in Pittsburgh to decide it all. Imagine that. <laughs> after 162 games, you have to play one to decide it? Couldn't we both play the Dodgers? <laughs> Five to one, the Cardinals lead in the ninth inning. Here's the pitch and a swing and a foul. Two balls and a strike to reach. <laughs> this weather's gotten to you, Jack. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Last day of September, the pitch to reach, a swing and a miss. He chased a bad ball, two and two. In the ninth inning, the Expos will have the top of their batting order up. Ball low. That's where it always is, isn't it? You have the lead. The other team comes to bat in the ninth. Top of the order is always up. Having a double day. Does it again. There's a one-run lead. It's always Willie McCovey, Willie Mays, Willie Stargill, one of those guys to hit against you. Here is Reitz fouling the ball off to the left. Billy Williams is the one for me. It always seems he bats every inning for Chicago. He had to leave the game over there, by the way. He started tonight against the Pirates. He's nursing an ankle injury, and he had to depart the game, which the Pirates won by the score of 2-1. to one. Houston's leading the Dodgers, and that one isn't over yet, folks. There's a smash foul to the right side by Reach, keeping it 3-2. and two. The Dodgers have clinched the tie, but they have not clinched the division title. They're in the bottom of the fifth, and Houston leads 1-0. There's a ground ball to the left side by Reitz, charged by the third baseman, and that's the first infield hit of the year for Reitz. <laughs> third baseman Parrish came up with it, but could make no play. And Ken Reitz legs one out. He's laughing down there, Jack, as he walks back to first base. Yeah, take that. That makes up for some of the line drives that have been caught off his bat. And he's on at first with one out. Bob Forsh has not only pitched a strong game, He's had two hits and started a two-run rally in this contest. Montague checks Kenny Reitz, pitches to Tyson inside. Mike's 0 for 3. That was the seventh Cardinal hit. Cards about hit Montreal, 7-2 and lead 5-1. Here is the pitch on the way, and it is high for a ball. And it's 2-0. Cardinals have the edge on the year. Eight games to seven over the Expos. The pitch, swing and a high pop foul. The wind keeps it in play for Barry Foote, and he has it for the up. So he's one for two in that department. There's been only one error in the game. That by the Expos, and it helped the Cardinals score a couple. The big two it was, Jack. Because Montreal had just come back with their first run of the game, making it 3-1 going into the eighth inning of the game. And the Cardinals got two. Force is the batter now. What a brilliant game he has worked tonight. And he's had two hits at the plate. He might be bunting with two men out. 
He's going to swing and takes ball one. Now I know the weather. No, excuse me, I meant with one man out. There are two out, right. <laughs> I'm going to send my brain to the Smithsonian. Here's a ball low, ball two. That's a start out first, right? Oh. Two balls, no strikes. <laughs> Reads on it first, two out. Foul by Porsche. Back into the seats, two and one. If he makes the last out, that means Brock will lead off tomorrow night. Five to one, the Cardinals leading in the ninth inning. Here's the pitch, and it's low. Three and one, the count. Card scored three in the first, two in the eighth, batting in the ninth. And the pitch fouled out of play. Houston just got three more. They lead the Dodgers by the score of four to nothing after five, and I tell you that. Last victory might be very tough to come by for the Dodgers. Cardinals went out to the West Coast one year and knocked the Dodgers right out of it. Took three in a row and put the Giants in it. Here is ball four, and Porsche draws the walk. Reach goes down to second, and the batter is Lou Brock. Lou is 0 for 3 with a walk. Lou Brock will still lead off tomorrow. It was in 1962, Jack, when the Redbirds went in there and they won the final ball game on a home run from... Al Oliver. Not Al Oliver. Bob Oliver. Bob, no. Gene Oliver. Gene Oliver, right. <laughs> Gene Oliver. Oliver. So two hundred. Padres won nothing. And then they went to the playoffs and they lost it. Two on, two out. The batter, Brock. The pitch. Low inside gets away and the runners advance. A wild pitch is charged to Montague. Reach goes to third base, forced down to second. They might walk Brock here. Ball one, the count to Lou. Five to one, the Cards lead, ninth inning. Pittsburgh won their game over the Cubs tonight. <clears throat> Two to one. John Montague, third hurler of the night, still pitching to Brock, throws a curve and a called strike on the outside corner. Montague, a stocky right-hander, has followed Rogers and Walker to the mound. His pitch, curve, and a swing and a miss. Puts Brock in the hole, one and two. Pace, the third baseman, is way in on the grass. He's almost ten feet in front of the bag. And Brock, well, that curveball was trying to smack it past him over at 30. He moves back a bit, but he's still way in front of the base, even though Brock has two strikes on him. Reeds on at third base, Forsh on at second with two outs. Montague goes into the windup. Pitches and a swing and a foul back to the screen. Cards got three in the first. Sizemore singled. Smith walked and Simmons homered. Came up with two in the eighth inning, driven in by Smith. Brock bounces the ball to short. Foley has it. His throw is there for the out, and the Cardinals threaten, but do not score in the ninth inning. No runs, one hit. Two left, the cards have left five. We go into the bottom of the ninth inning, St. Louis five, and Montreal one. So, three big outs to go for Bob Scorch. And if he can get all three, 
The Redbirds and the Pirates will be exactly where they were yesterday afternoon. Cardinals of 185 lost 74. The Pirates with that win tonight at 186 and lost 74. Both clubs, 11 games over the 500 mark. Then it comes Montreal and Philadelphia. They're all tied. Seven games behind, 78 and 81. All mathematically eliminated. Redbirds hang on. They'll be 12 games over the 500 mark and tied with the Pirates. Bob Force has done an excellent job this evening. He walks to the hill. As he prepares to work the ninth City Expo tomorrow night at Gibson against Torres. We'll pause for identification before Force works to the top of the Montreal lineup. In the bottom of the ninth with the Cardinals on top five to one, this is the Cardinals Baseball Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. This is American Forces Radio at 790 and 1420. We're going to the bottom of the ninth. 5-1, the Cardinals lead. They've out hit Montreal 7-2. Roboski and Garmin stay loose in the bullpen. Larry Lentz is the batter. He's grounded out three times. Lentz is switch hitter, batting left-handed. Foley will follow, and then Davis. Bob Porsche on the mound. He's walked two, fan two. Throws a strike and gets ahead. Pittsburgh beats the Cubs two to one. Cardinals lead here five to one. And if the Cardinals win, we'll still be tied with only two games left to play. Here comes the next delivery. A change-up. And a ball, one and one. Cool night, breeze blowing. Wind, not a breeze. The one-one. Lynch swings, grounds it back to the mound for the third time. Force throws him out. One gone. One man gone here in the ninth inning. And the batter is Foley. Tim Foley has walked once. He's 0 for 2. This Montreal can be a formidable foe, but Porsche has stopped them on only two hits thus far. The batter, Tim Foley, the outfielder on to the right. Into the windup, the Cardinal right-hander pitches, swing and a miss, strike one. Cards got three in the first, driven in by Simmons. Two in the eighth, driven in by Smith. Smith has played the entire game tonight, and that's important. Here it comes. Foley takes the ball, and it's one-on-one. Billy Williams, the plate umpire, has called the balls and strikes without incident tonight. One ball, one strike. The pitch to Foley. A swing and a high fly to right. Reggie Smith playing the wind is there and has it for the out. Two guards. Cardinals are one out away from the win. And brilliant is the only word for the effort by Bob Force here tonight. He strives for his seventh win of the year and figures to be very important for the Cardinals next year. 
Big, strong kid. Not only could win the game here tonight, but give the bullpen a complete day off. Here's the pitch. Swing and a tap foul by Willie Davis. Davis 0 for 3 in the game. Force did now not allow a hit until two men are out in the seventh inning. Then the Expos scored their only run as they put their two hits together. Next one to Willie Davis. Swing and a line drive. Base hit to right. So this one isn't over. Willie Davis lines a single to right with two men out. And the batter is Jorgensen. Jorgensen has been on base twice with a walk and a double. He has scored the only Montreal run. Did we ever get the attendance count? They haven't announced the attendances yet. We'll get that for you. It's only a few thousand. Here's a high fly ball and a left cutter. It's McBride, and now Brock getting under it, and Lou's got it for the out, and the Cardinals win and stay in a first-place tie. What a game by Bob Ford. Five to one, Cardinals. Totals and highlights in a minute. Okay, so the St. Louis Cardinals have rung the bell here, and uh, Pittsburgh has won earlier. The Pirates knocking off Chicago by the score of two to one. So now the two teams are tied at 86 and 74. They remain tied for first place as the both clubs go into action on Tuesday. So time running out, but both Pittsburgh and St. Louis are hanging right in there in the National League's Eastern Division. A final score in the National League, Cleveland took a 2-1 to victory over Boston, two runs, six hits, and no errors for Cleveland. One run, nine hits, and two errors for Boston. Jim Perry was the winner. His record is now 17-12. the window here in the booth, so if it sounds a little different, that's the reason for it. The Cardinals and the Pirates remain in a first place tie. Pittsburgh beat the Cubs 2-1. Cardinals beat Montreal 5-1. Cardinals have now won 86 and lost 74, the same for Pittsburgh. And this loss precludes the opportunity of Montreal finishing at the 500 mark. They're now four games under with only two games left to play. 